0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Pneumius, the down-to-earth Hasidus podcast. Um, I want to start with a shout-out for a dear listener who uh, decided to support the podcast this week to make sure uh, it comes out. So here it goes. I'm going to share with you uh, today, Bes Hashem, an from a mimer of the Tzemach Tzedek, I must recognize that Miami is anki Seite, because there are no, there is no Likuta Teidan and and I was reading it, and when I saw it, I was so blown away by this pirush that I said, like, it really answered, you know like when you have two different questions about different topics all together, and then those two collide, and in the collision, <laughs> like some kind of miracle happens that the little pieces end up answering the questions to both issues well that's what happened to me this week so I'm, I, I have to share it it's like something uh, beyond so it starts with uh, it's a memory of the it starts with the posuk of next week's parsha that says you should make um, uh, I don't know how you say tzitzis in English Um, like strings you should make uh, flakes is the word I don't know Um, basically tzitzis to the four corners of the garment that you used to uh, that you wear to cover your body Um, and it's basically the mitzvah of tzitzis now this is when Moshe Rabinu is already repeating the mitzvah to the Eden right in Dvorin Um, in the first time in Bamidwar I think uh, when it says um, the third patch of the, the third, the, we say it as the third part of Shema Yisrael. it says and they will put upon these corner strings Petil one uh, one string of T'cheles of light blue that's how they translate it now this is an interesting nice and interesting mitzvah that for some reason got lost throughout time it's a whole topic, by the way. We can make a whole uh, historical background class of the Techeiles thing. I did research it a little bit before um, before um, preparing the shiur, but I realized that there is a lot, a lot to go into. There are many opinions of how and when it happened that we ended up losing this part of the mitzvah. Uh, some say that it was in already in the beginning Golus Bobel. Like after the the the, the amigdos was destroyed and they even went to Bobel the government didn't let them Make or or even bring there was a story of some of the homing that went to Israel and wanted to smuggle some uh, Which is made out of the blood of some type of uh, sea creature um, and that's Basically the the my is about it. Which sea creature is it and and that we take the blood uh, that has a very dark like black blood, and without blood you paint, you paint the tzitzis, and it becomes like blue. Uh, but kids they say that because they couldn't when they went to Golus, then it got lost, and then the tradition got lost. They don't know anymore which one was the 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 sea uh, creature that they have to use. And some opinions say that it was uh, when when Israel got conquered by the Arabs throughout history and they dove could try to conquer the access to sea so they can you know like control the ports and the commerce and everything so because the sea activity was conquered uh from the in even when they weren't so um so they couldn't fish and get this uh whatever whatever um i don't know how to say that also in english uh this type of sea creature the somehow we couldn't do it and then the tradition got lost. And since the Mishnah says that a tcheles a the blue part is not a condition to stop you from doing from fulfilling the mitzvah with the white. So since with only white you anyways fulfill the mitzvah and the tcheles is an extra addition, we just do the titis with white strings and that's it. White strings of the same material of the tannis, which is white. Uh, wool, and that's what we use. But it always bothered me that, like, how come it's such a nice mitzvah? So some people do use it nowadays. They say that there is a big machlaikas about it. Many, many rabonim weigh in throughout the ages, um, and many claim to to know what, how to make the tcheles. The when you see it, it's really nice. It's a pretty tchichis with like white and light blue. And stop, it's a mitzvah of toilo, and I felt bad that it just vanished because of like forgetfulness like you know when a little kid loses something you're like what do you mean you lost it what like where did you ha- how can how can it mean to just get lost through history like oh we got lost like how come we didn't lose all the other million traditions so apparently there is something in that losing that bash goha it had to be this way some kabbalistic reason why is it that Heles is not the tachlis <laughs> a play of words why Tcheles is not the Tachlis and uh, and, and at this time um, at this time whatever already for over a thousand years they, they, they there are uh, writings of the Rambam that it says that we don't this thing that we don't know that we don't use or we don't have the Tcheles nowadays so apparently it's, it's an old thing but why is it that for the past at least thousand years we haven't been able to do this mitzvah um, in the right way now that's one question, not a big question, Stop. something that always bothered my mind. Um, then something else completely and totally. And and I think I told you that uh, in, in Spanish, I call this podcast Dare to Interpret, Hasides. Um, and that's what we're trying to do now today. I'm going to play a little with fire, because I, I like uh, extreme <laughs> extreme sports beruchnius. Um, I'm going to try, I'm going to dare to interpret one of the most puzzling expressions from the Rebbe. We know that in the last two years, Nunalev um, Nunbeis of Siges, the Rebbe spoke very strongly about Moshiach, about making us understand like literally drilling it into our heads that we are in the time of Moshiach, the f- final redemption and perfection of humanity. is a, It's now about to happen. It's happening. We're already leaving this Kufa. And within that context, like open up your eyes. Come on, guys. Within that context, the Rebbe says, a we have finished the avoid of Birurim. This is like the general of the army standing in the middle of the battlefield and saying, all right, the war is over, put down your weapons. And you're like, but there are enemies right in front of me, what are you saying? And, and we're like, okay, fine, of course you believe the Rebbe, but you don't, we don't, I have heard a thousand Fabrangans trying to explain it. And, and, and not only explanations. more like, some people like, <laughs> do the wrong Birurim Right. What what's the boiled osur in Chavez? Osur. You're not allowed to refine, to separate in Chavez. right? So uh, taking the good from the bad is okay. You're not allowed to take the bad from the good. If you're doing the birurim and the fighting and the, the you know, separating and, and, and at the end you're on top of everything. You're gonna end up with the bad thing in your hand and you're gonna let go of the good. Oh my gosh. Like some people translate this like the Rabbit comes and makes the biggest revolutionary most whatever statement ever by a real authority of Yiddish kind, right? like Moshe Rabbeinu, Rambam, Rabbi Aki, Akiva, whatever, Rambam, Rashi, and Rebbe, I mean, like you have a real authority of Amistr, a real Novi telling you, and some people are like, okay, fine, so there is no more fight, there is no more Virunim, no more refinement, now I could be a Grobiong, and I could be a Behemoth and the Rebbe is still happy with me, because like, right? Okay, that's the wrong, that's a Bojderosur, that's, taking the garbage, eating the, the the garbage, the clip and dropping the fruit. But whatever, close parenthesis, back to our point. What does it mean it's time to avoid If we know that avoid the for someone who knows a little kabbalah and knows that avoid a is literally the context in which the avoid of a Jew happens. Avoid a is our life. Which means you have to first be better, right ideas from wrong ideas and that starts as soon as you take consciousness of yourself as a little kid you have to learn that like cleaning yourself in the bathroom like this is positive and productive but doing it like that will get you more dirty or, or, or infected or, or sick or shown or something so you have to do it like this and not like that the most basic things are birurim like this and not like that then you learn mitzvahs, you start learning toido, this is also this is motor and the whole life of a id is being mebader yourself, your mind, your emotions the whole tanya is about refining using taking advantage manipulating your your emotions controlling whichever word you want to use um, then your Rezoines, even. Then even your Koya your desires, everything should be like put into place. So then, what does it mean is Tamo Avida so, and, and if not, what else do we do with life? <laughs> what, what does it mean to live life without Avida Sabirurin? Alright, so these, these were the two nothing to do with each other ideas, questions. And in this mimer, I don't know for what reason, I felt I... I think I got it. And this is a sequel of the concept of the Mimer of the Tzemahtedek about the Tzitzis. We go back to the Tzitzis. And in the white and blue Tzitzis, we're going to find the answer to what does it mean, it's time to avoid the Um So the Mimer starts by saying that the mitzvah of Tzitzis, which is Leis Atev Bet we have to like, wrap ourselves around with the Thales, that has the Tzitzis, so much so that the Loha says, if you don't know what the Isatev means, then just look at our cousins, the Ishmaelim, the way they wrap their head, okay, something like that. So basically, the means of the Tzitzis is like grabbing a four arva canvoys, like a with four corners, and you wrap your head and body completely, you cover yourself, now, those albakanfos, of course, have the gedilim, the tzitiois, the and, and those tzitzis um, make the albakanfos kosher. When you wear it together, you make a mitzvah, and you say the bra. Fine. Now, it explains in Kabbalah that the spiritual effect of the mitzvah of tzitzis is basically to bring light into the world from... Beyond darkness, and I'll explain. I'll try to summarize. It's 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 a nice mimer. Whoever is able to whoever shaykh can in It's mamish, a wonderful mimer. It's about ten pages. Um, the general idea is, of course, that since Hashem is in and he needed, so to speak, he had to use a tzimtzum, in order to create the world. So, what we call light is basically from Hashem's perspective darkness. He covers Oi te oir He wears. He wraps himself up with light as if it was a garment. O te or he wraps himself around with light casalmo, just like a garment. Like whatever a garment does to you, a light. The light does to Hashem. So, Gilu Yelokuz is actually a helm for the evishter. Because, just like the example from Rabbi Talmid, if you get a genius, Albert Einstein, explaining his theory to, I don't know, to me, <laughs> to somebody who, whatever, to a five-year-old kid who doesn't understand intellectual things, she so has to make a big, big tzimtzum. Now, what the kid calls light, whoa, I got a super class. He's thinking to himself, "Yeah, right. I, I, I gave him a zero point five percent and diluted with a million liters of water, um, gallons. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and that's oite oir That's the talis that wraps around the entire atzmus ensoif. But then that choisheh is not for itself. The talis is not just to cover the ensoif because it's too much, so we just cover it." No, 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 no. That talis that wraps around the light needs to then have... It has to have, like, little lines of gilu that come out of it from, from, the, from the concealment 32 paths of light, the, the four corners of eight, have to go through and get revealed basically it's like as if saying in other words like grabbing and grasping the entire infinity of godliness that you wrap around but that bagged of four corners that you used to wrap then has to have tzitzis. you have to like force that infinity into 32 paths of lights with which to reveal godliness into the world in other words the the rep, um, representation what the mitzvah represents in its spiritual meaning is bringing a, a hugely godly light, which it would be too much for us. It's beyond light, it's what we would call darkness, but it's in truth the light. But because we don't see so much, we call it dark. And from Hashem's perspective, covering it would be the darkness, which we call light following <laughs> so in, in that sense doing that transition but not letting the darkness cover the thing stem, but m- forcing it to like draw down a locust to the world that's why actually the begot itself the talus by itself without tzitzis is the actual isur. there is no mitzvah to wear a tzitzis of course, there is a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah if you wear it, but it's not an issue if you don't. The issue is only if you have a garment of four corners to wear it without tzitzis. <laughs> Which means that the concealment, concealing godliness without forcing some revelation downwards, that's a problem. Um, now, with this being said, in other words, that's why when you wear the tzitzis, right, it says that the word um, the word tzitzis is begematria, is begematria 600, then plus the 8 strings plus the 5 knots is 613. It makes you remember all the mitzvahs. Makhiazha between tzitzis and all the mitzvahs. Because actually that is the idea of all the mitzvahs. Bringing godliness from the infinite level into the small world through small actions Little strings of light, little revelations that poke through the clouds and let the light of locus shine through the world. That that's that's Yiddishkeit. That's mitzvahs. Now, na, now that being said, there are two ways of bringing that light down to the world: white and blue. Lovon and treles. To understand the two types of bringing Elokuus to the world: white and blue. It, gives, it brings another example, another idea from a Medresh. In Medresh Rabo, on root, it says that <laughs> the Torah was given to us in a contrast of black fire upon, on top of, um, white fire. So just like when you write, you have like a dark ink on a white paper, and the contrast is what gives you the letters and the context, the the, the, the the idea of the text um, the same way the trailer was given with a contrast of colors also, but in this case of fire, there's like a black fire and a white fire what does that mean? so since explains it in different places that the black light is basically uh, the, a candle, when you look at a candle, on top of the psilo you can see two colors of fire you have like a dark uh purplish uh, called uh type of fire which is the color that results from the fire burning the the wick and then on top of it you have the white fire right it's more like yellowish it's called uh, black and white the black fire is the modified color by burning the psilo and the white fire is the fire in its purity in its genuine uh, non-color state and the mimer says that that is basically the two parts of Toiro is A and A The inner part of Toiro, the outer part of Toiro. The inner part is the Ensoif, is the infinity of the Evishter, is literally the godly light itself. It doesn't have a physical or spiritual limit. And it's pure, it's no color, it's not modified or manipulated or changed. Mashenken, the Hitsoinus of Toiro is the dark light. What does it mean, dark fire, black fire? Black fire is the fire that deals with the psilo. For example, you take all the, the commercial halohes, all the shisho the mishno. First of all, any mitzvah is how to do the mitzvah with gas means with the physical thing. So you're bringing God the light from within the darkness of physical, temporary reality. So it's basically the, the fire of a locus that refines illuminates through sh- and sh- shines and refines and illuminates through burning so it burns the psilo and it itself becomes like an darkened type of light because it deals with those things for example you read a mishnah that says uh, Shimon uh, says Reuben you owe me a hundred dollars and, and Reuben says I-, I owe you only 50 before the Torah even makes its Sack and, and, and tells us all the details. When do you listen to the witnesses and when not and what do, what to do when there are no witnesses and how to split it and who you believe it and, 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 and what questions to ask, how to believe, Out to not. Before the Twitter even tells its determination, behind the case itself is a dark situation. Someone's lying, someone's trying trying to steal, or has already stolen. And the Twitter has to like roll up its sleeves and, and bring light through a whole Dark psila, a week, like burning a week to make light, burning a negative human attitude to make path for the right moral values of Torah applied to life, and that the black fire, says the mimer, is like the tzitzis of treles. Why, treles also is like color as opposed to lovon which is the non-colored tzitzis the pure state tzitzis the white one or the colored one and we said that uh, i i think the it was the rambam that says that the the sea creature um that you you use its blood to make the treles it's very dark blood almost like black that's expression like using dark black blood in order to paint. Then when it dries, it looks like blue. But Bikitsur, it's also the same idea of black fire or white fire. titis or white titis. And actually, what does it say right after? Um, put in your tzitzis and remember all the mitzvahs. And make sure you don't follow, you don't go astray after your eyes. Asheratem That you will literally prostitute yourself um, I don't know what what's the exact word like uh, to corrupt yourself, but that's a lotion of teida Zoinim. You will literally corrupt yourself to the worst if you don't follow the cities. That's a treles. Treles is translated in the targum as the ochil veshotzi, something that miloshon tichlo lechalot is to exterminate to consume, like a fire that consumes like corrosion, corrosion, and and, and a fire that burns. That's a treylus. It's fighting the the attitude of corruption. Whenever you're about to do an Aveiro, look at your tzitzis. Connect to Hashem, and and the Gemara actually brings a bunch of stories about this. And like you know, like hold on to your ida shomayim and be strong and don't fall in for for the corruption from the wrong things for like selling your yourself, which is an infinite value never should I kiss for nothing for a minutes uh, enjoyment or some social uh, uh, convenience or some or some money don't become a uh, don't 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 become a that is kafia. that's fighting the negativity that's birurim <laughs> that's what life is all about Making sure you don't fall into the bad, and you use the light of the positive ideas of Torah to sort to sift through the decisions of life, and making sure that you do the right one and not the wrong one. But then there is a whole other world if you turn the coin around, and there is the avodah kohlisavcho. In the words of this uh, of the mimer, it says when you do the right thing, avoloi mitoch but not from a point from a perspective of. Imposing, there is no forcing and imposing upon your nefer abanim. There is no psila to be burned. the fire is white. the tithis is white. It is isavcha The thing has turned already into positive. Instead of seeing, is a, seeing it as negative, already realize that the thing itself is positive when you turn it around and you use it the, the right way. I'm trying to put, to, to put together an example. I don't know, I would say, for example, people who like search for gold, right? There are stories about the gold rush and people like, even nowadays, they, and they even make like books and like films about it, how they go into the wilderness that no one ever went and, and they study the, the, the terrain and they get into rocks and, 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 and uh, what's it called, um, Nehalim dangerous places with bears and they're like drilling and trying to take a piece of rock and then see of course because if they actually do find a pocket of gold they'll literally hit the gold um but but it's amazing how i i would say i don't know i've never worked in that industry but someone who breaks a piece of um um stone right and and it's has a part that's a little shiny and a little yellowish and you know that if you break it further you might find something at the moment you still have a very brute a very non-refined dirty and maybe poking and hurting your hands type of uncomfortable rock but if you've been in the industry for the past i don't know 45 years and you've been doing this and you know how much gold there is inside of this rock because you have already seen it, you already, you smell it and you already can tell Moilach Hvedoin, this is full of gold already. You can already see it. You grab it and when somebody else is complaining about the the, the, the mud and, and the cuts that he got from the stone, you're like dancing, laughing all the way to the bank because you know the gold inside it. So you're not fighting it anymore. You're seeing the gold in the in the rough already. Because you already learned to recognize it. I would go a step further, even even in the example, and say that you realize that 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 the mud itself is already the gold. Because, like I don't know, in that earth, in that soil, you can plant uh, something and and get uh, wheat in order to make bread, which is more useful than gold. If there is no food to be found to buy, you can't eat your gold, but you could eat the bread. And I'm trying to uh, <laughs> draw the motion well in a way that. That in the isafcha mode, and I'm calling it mode on purpose, because it's not just a Madrego, it's a mode. In the isafcha mode, you're already at the Geulo, you just need to open your eyes. And now I'm connecting it, and daring to interpret and reconnect the two ideas. When the Rebbe stands up and shouts, Hey, Nishtaym Aboid Zabirurim, he's saying, Guys, stop fighting it. Stop fighting the tape. You can put your guns down. There was never nothing to fight. But I understand. There is a kufa when you need to do the isca. And and historically we had to go through periods of iscafia Judaism. Fighting our own Yetzer, fighting the perspective perspective and, and the ideologies of the going that surrounded us and, and controlled us and prosecuted us and killed us and tortured us etc and even defining our values and our identity based on the contrast with the negativity of the going that we're surrounded by all of that is part of the birurim cancer says that with us the birurim is over of course in the personal level in avoid the protest everyone and its own in its own journey and at your own timing uh you might have some scuffles to deal with you might i'm just saying and it's important to deal with it again by this time with the biruim the rebbe is not running away from this responsibility of a void that would be the osur the the, the osur now the rebbe is actually doing the opposite he's taking you to a higher level of transcendence of ruch news, of being so into the right thing that the negative doesn't exist. That's why the are in almost every letter. When people wrote to the Rebbe, I have bad thoughts, or I have fears, or I have anxiety, or whatever, the Rebbe would always aim to a type of answer that basically is kind of me battle the Indian just like, focus on something positive. There is no way to stop the negative thoughts. Exchange them for positive thoughts. Think about something good, something positive, and everything will be fine. Everything will work out. Well, is the Rebbe escaping from the pain of my Yetzirah? By saying, don't think about it, think about a Mishne and a Pelitania. No, not at all. He wants to, like, lift you from the garbage for one moment to make you realize that you don't belong in that garbage, and therefore you you will not need to fight it anymore. At the moment you open your eyes and you realize you don't belong to the... To the whatever to the to the dirt you don't have you don't have to fight it any anymore and that's why i'm not telling you i'm not taking away the importance or the pain of the struggle i'm just telling you that it's not your struggle sweetie so you can just you know when you're having a bad dream like a nightmare and you're like ah something is bad bad about to happen i don't know you're about to crash with the car or something and then like there is this feeling of like hey but wait in the subconscious I know it's a dream I can stop it so you like kind of wake yourself up just on time before it crashes or before you fall or before whatever happens and, and you're like ha ah, so relieved it was a dream that's what the is telling you the Gohlus was the dream sweetie not the Gohula we're not dreaming with the Gohula you're dreaming now and if you dare to stop the Birurim Stop fighting with the belt. Stop fighting with and, and the belt and your negativity and the negativity of reality and then the cashmuse and this and that. Play the game for the gesmack of the evister, but don't buy into the negativity of the of the enemy. Stop needing a contrast between positive and negative, between the Oilom and Yiddishkeit, between Midas Roes and Midas Toives, stop needing the contrast in order to self-define yourself. You have to transcend the fight already. You have to be above the whole union. And this happens in both. It's interesting because, like, you might say, okay, but that's that's a problem of frum people because, like, we deal with, you know, aloha and we want to do the right thing and not the wrong thing. So we might be get too into, like, fighting and, like, self-defining our from kite by, by speaking bad about the goyim or whatever. It's true, but it also happens to non-affiliated or or, or non-whatever, even the enum de isato in a different, in whatever they feel their Yiddishkeit they have the same challenge how many communities or whatever and please, please take me right and don't take me wrong because I'm going to speak about something a little sensitive but like, how many times do we fall into defining the greatness of being a Jew by having enemies in common by celebrating, the I don't know one of the big disasters of the history of Am is that the only thing that makes us be ourselves that a lot of times in a lot of places a lot of people have tried to kill us and make us suffer wait let us play a game you're always bouncing the ball against the wall so I'm I'm offering a, a different game I'll throw down I'll take off the, the wall what game are you playing with your ball I mean if there was no enemy if the goal wasn't a bad Animal with four and four feet. What would be the definition of your Yiddish kite? If there was no one to blame, if there was no it's a horror to find if you weren't afraid of the result, which would be your choices? Which choices would you make? That's exactly the word of the Rebbe, Nistaimwa voida Saberim. Guys. Stop fighting, open your eyes. Stop dreaming, pick yourself up from the dirt. Realize that you're not there, and now you're gonna discover a whole new Yiddishkeit. All of a sudden, your tittis is gonna be white. You don't need the treiles anymore. You don't have to be mechale anything. There's nothing to be exterminated. That's mamish why the Bal Shem Tov, the Gilui Toiras through the Baal Shem Tov is Moshiach, because the Bal Shem Tov's teachings is actually pushing us to find value in the simple white things of life even when there is no crazy friction and contrast to generate exciting colors. The Baal Shem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov's teachings awaken us to live with happiness with Hashem and not only respect and fear and like if not only go back to the natural state of a Jew. I'm neither from nor fry. I'm not pro, I'm not anti. I'm not a religious person who's anti the world, and I'm also not an assimilated person anti my own uh, identity. And I don't have to choose between those two. And I don't have to say that whoever's not like me is probably on the other end of the extreme. Whenever you're beyond Beirutim, that's state of Moshiach era, that's living without wars, without competition, without negativity, without finding the horror to discover that there is something good. And I'll finish the idea with the word of the Baal Shem Tov. I recently heard, I, I think, I, I hope I'm saying it with the right words. He said something like this, push it beyond, beautiful, amazing. And then I'll leave you with some food for thought for the week. Um, the Vasento said like this I love every single Jew. The, the Poshta Eden because they're they're perfect the way they are. They're like with a full heart with Hashem and they're like in such a high madrego with y'elokuz. you see it on them something like that it was like because they're already connected with Hashem in the best possible way with their full heart with their Nishoma, with their Emuna and, and the Tamideh Chomim the fruit maiden I like them because since they have a big Yetzirah the Gemara says that Kol mi godol, mi godol. whoever's greater beruchnius has a bigger Itzahara. and mm-hmm. since you see in them such a big Yetzirah so probably they're also in a very high madrego. <laughs> In other words, do you listen? In other words, like the 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 positive of the frumeid comes from the contrast with the negativity. And and that's also a great thing. It's a it's a mitzvah, it's called treydez, it's iskafia. But the Geulu Amits is the Gilu of Theras achsides of the Baashemto, and that is revealed through the Posh way of life. Just live your life with happiness, above and beyond any fight any necessity for the darkness to confirm your light. sei gesund. Besa we'll hear each other again soon.